Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. All right, hello. Good to see you. Welcome. You've joined a child's pose in progress. Ooh, Susan, you're at the beach. Nice work if you can get it. And you're rocking a three dog shirt. Wear that all over the beach. Hand out cards. Cool. All right, now that I've gotten you all to child's pose, today's focus is gonna be on perfecting your plank. If you did not read that in the schedule, uh, those of you who are here in the room, you are locked in <laughs> at home. Uh, I, I can't I can't tell you to stay, but um, please stay. It's actually not going to be uh, that bad. Take a few moments to breathe now that you've gotten that information. And uh, in the service of, of understanding what we're going to do with that today, it's not going to be about holding a plank for a long time. So we can check that off your list. We're not gonna like be on our hands while we investigate the great questions of life. Like why are dog toys so brightly colored? Or like, why does a light bulb flickering feel creepy but flickering candlelight is romantic? Or like why the word tranquil is great but tranquilizer sounds like you need an elephant gun. All those things we're not going to uh, to ask you to do. We're just going to work on how do we get to plank and a really good solid plank in the context of vinyasa yoga, which means that it only ever happens for half a breath or one full breath, right? That's it. And I promise you today that will be as long as it gets. And the answer to how do we get to a good plank is actually involving hip flexor opening. So if you're here for hip openers, here we go. Next inhale, come on up to down dog. Have a moment for long, slow breath in. And long, slow breath out. And on your inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog. Press your hands down, reach your foot way back. Good. Then draw your heart toward your hands. Same time you're pressing the foot up and back, heart goes forward toward the hands. Good. Breath in and breath out. With your next inhale, bend your knee, open your hip. So you're stacking right hip on top of left. That's what we might open. Right. Hands down and forward again, knee up and back. And then pull your heart toward your hands again. Yeah, good. And breath in. When you breathe out, bring your knee in toward your chest, rock forward, you're going to step into a low lunge, pause back knee down, and it's going to take one moment to investigate the lineup on your lunge, front toe straight ahead, knee over ankle, and then the back leg back far enough that you feel your hip flexor getting some, some space, right? Breathe in and breathe out, just keep it simple, then we'll tuck the back toes, Squeeze the back leg tightly. Squeezes on the front and the back of the legs. A quadricep muscle, glute muscle. Breath in. If you need blocks under your hands, get them. It's totally cool. We're going to breathe out. Step back to down dog. Pause and just feel the sensations in your left leg. Let things smooth out with your breath. Next inhale. Your left leg up and back behind you for three-legged dog. Good. Have a little point and flex of your ankle. Roll, roll around. Good. Yeah, really good. Then really reach through the heel. At the same time, pull your heart forward. So it's thinking that, that the thing we've been working on in down dog, that little tip of the surfboard feeling with the center of the chest. Not so much the gaze forward. Gaze stays back by the foot. 
but the heart moving forward as you extend the heel back. Good. Bend your knee, open the hip, stack left over right. And then it's sending the knee up while you pull your front body forward. Yeah, good. So sternum toward the thumbs, knee up. Use the outer edge of the leg to see if you can pull the knee a little higher. Doesn't have to go higher, but can the outer edge of your leg engage more? Good. And then exhale, come through to knee to chest and then step into that low lunge. Pause for a moment. We're going to align knee over ankle, toe straight ahead, back knee down, and just contemplate for yourself. This is the only contemplation you got to do. Do you feel the stretch in your right hip flexor? And if not, step the knee back a bit. Right? So we don't always end up in the perfect stretch for us. Like sometimes you got to kind of create it for yourself. That happens by paying attention. And breath in, and tuck your back toes and lift the back leg as you breathe out. And back leg's lifting by squeezing the front of the thigh and the glute muscle. And so it's like you're holding the leg bone between the thigh muscles front and back. Right. And notice what that does through your core body. It's your ability to then draw your heart forward. Breath in, and breath out, step back, down dog. And again, simply feel what just happened. You don't have to compare it to anything. Just feel what's going on right now. Breath in. And breath out. I do that all day. Inhale, come forward now to a high plank. You're going to be there just at the top of your inhale. And press back to down dog on your exhale. Good. Good. Have three more rounds just like that, where all you're doing is kind of floating into it and back out to down dog. Good. I'm just gonna look around, see if there's anything that we need to kind of address now. It's all looking really good. Good. Awesome, breath in and breath out, steady rhythm. This looks great. You probably could go a little longer, but see if that feels right to you. One more round, we'll meet up and down dog. Yeah, that's awesome with the use of blocks. It's really good. And meeting in down dog, have a pause. And empty. Press your hands down and forward, your feet down and out. And then look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. And breathe in. Lift halfway flat back. Good. And bow forward. Breathe all the way out. We inhale, reach up to standing. Mountain pose, Tadasana. Dig your heels and reach through the ring and pinky fingertip. We'll draw hands to heart center in Samastiti, taking a moment to feel your body here, upright and open, grounded and centered. And we'll move. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. So half series here is get the rhythm of the vinyasa. Hug in. Then halfway lift, lift your chest and pull it forward. In, hug tight. Really good. Moving on. Inhale, reach up to stand. Mountain pose. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Have your fingers on the floor or blocks as you walk your feet hip distance. We're going to step the right leg back. Look for that lunge alignment where you feel the back legs working, knees stacked. Then step back to down dog. Breathe in. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Chest up and forward and bow. Really good. Drive your feet down. Breathe in. Reach up, extend, lengthen, and exhale, fold. 
feel the hugging in. Good. Lift halfway, toe heel to feet, hip distance. Draw your heart forward as you step. Left leg back. Breathe out. And step back to down dog. Breathe in. And empty here. Draw your heart forward, that little float. Look forward, walk or lily hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Pull your chest forward, spine in. Bow forward. Breathe out. Press your feet down. Inhale, reach up. Extend. And exhale and fold. Same idea. Breathe in. Lift halfway, chest up and forward as you walk your feet apart. Draw your chest forward as the right leg steps back. This time, inhale, arms up, crescent. Reach from your feet to your fingers and exhale, hands to your heart, to the mat. Step back to down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. And breathe in, lift halfway, lengthen the back of your neck and bow forward. Breathe out, excellent. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose, extend, feel the length of your side body. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel your feet, hip distance, heart forward as the left leg steps back. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Hands to your heart, to the mat, and step back to down dog. Pause here for breath in and breath out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Good, good, heart forward, spine in. Then exhale, bow. Drive your feet down, inhale, reach up, mountain pose, and really extend front, back, sides of your body. Feel like it long. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel your feet hip distance, and then right leg back, same stuff we've been doing. And inhale, reach up. This time, as you exhale, hands are coming to heart center and to the mat, plant them. Inhale your left leg up and back to three-legged dog. Then exhale, bend the knee into your chest, rock forward, step back in the spot you were in, press into your feet, reach up, crescent. It's cool. Then hands down, step up, feet together. You walk them into center and then halfway lift. Chest rises and moves forward, spine in. And exhale, bow. Hug tight, press your feet down, reach up, mountain pose, get the sensation of lengthening each time. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel the feet, hip distance. Go left leg back, knees over ankle up front, stance is long, you reach up, feeling the back leg, tighten it. Hands to the mat as you breathe out, just stay. Then inhale that right leg, up and back, extend. Pull your heart forward as the foot reaches back. Bend your knee into your chest. Go back to stepping in that footprint again. Press into your feet. And then hands to heart, to the front of the mat. Step the back foot up, the feet center up. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. And we'll breathe out, fold. Really good stuff. Walk your feet wide to the edges of your mat. We're going to bring the arms to the thighs. Sit back into a half squat, heart forward, spine in. Really dialing in the halfway lift technique there. And bow forward. I'm going to take three more of those. You sit your hips back. Pull your heart forward. Good. And bow. Looking for your spine to be parallel to the floor. Because parallel as a curved object is going to get. So sit back, heart forward. And you get that halfway lift too far back, too far back. Looking for halfway lift and bow. Good. You got it. 
one more. Go for it. Get this part of your spine in, heart forward. More. Yeah, there you go. And exhale, you'll release to ragdoll and have a little sway. All right. And just let things get loose for you. Like just lots of good work so far. So why, oh why, if we're here to perfect planks, have we not done one in the series yet? Uh, your plank is a combination of your step back to lunge and your pull forward into halfway lift. Are those two things happening together, right? whether or not you're doing a lunge in the series is how you're going to establish the plank posture. Right? It's okay if that doesn't seem, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Right? I'm gonna release your hands to your mouth. Walk your feet together, press your feet down, breathe in, reach up to stand, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, span your fingers, and really get long. Exhale, bow forward. So inhale, lift halfway with your fingertips on the floor, go as much as you can, pulling the chest up and forward. Step your right foot back, land it, pause. Front knee over ankle, is that happening for you? If not, no big deal. Then back leg, right? Are you really feeling the lunge? Could you wiggle the back foot back more and get the back leg engaged there? Anyone, everyone? Yeah, so let's step back up, top of the mat. And now draw your heart forward and go for hitting that spot. Step way back, it's a little more of extension than we're probably used to. But you feel it now? Cool, looks good. Step up. And then again, re-engage uh, re with the halfway lift, pull your heart forward. That's gonna keep you in balance as you step back. So that half lift being really strong, heart forward, spine in. We're gonna step the left leg back to the lunge, pause where you land, check front knee over ankle stance, check that the back leg is getting sensation. See if wiggling it back a little bit. We don't want a lot of sensation. We don't wanna be in like a split, but you want that to feel opened up across the hip flexor. Does that make sense? Cool, press into your front foot, step back up. And then we'll do it again, drawing your heart forward. Now really go for that length as you step back. Yeah, looks good. Breathe. And then step back up and we'll pause. Walk your feet out wide. You can come down to a malasana sit. You can come down and sit on your blocks. And uh, just so that this, kind of, uh, if, if you're visual, um, you can look up here. If not, you can just like enjoy a hip stretch. But uh, what happens a lot of times when we step back is that whether we're jumping or walking, we don't quite take that full step where see my hip flexor still uh, a little cramped up. So when I step back, my hips, um, in case you didn't notice, are not in plank. Did anyone notice that my hips are not in plank? <laughs> yeah. So a couple of things could happen there. One, you could just end up with the butt up in the air and that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's not a plank. And so if you want to refine and, and perfect this, we want to step back and be in a, like a, not a warped plank, an actual like, like straight plank. And the other thing that can happen is then we end up, we can't straighten the arms, right? If we step too short, we end up bending the arms. And then it's really hard once you just try to get to try to, first of all, bent arms is, is way harder than, than it needs to be. Second of all, it's really hard to get to a good chaturanga if we're starting in this kind of position. <laughs> this looks like I'm trying to like play football on the offensive line. But, but those things will happen if we don't step long enough. And we only have this tiny little bit like to step back. So what we wanna be thinking about is when we step back or what we wanna be feeling, not even thinking, is that the hip opens up. So we're gonna step to the top of your mat if you're not already, come on up and I'm just gonna work with uh, same ideas, but we're going to work through planks. Uh, so get a breath in here, we'll align. And breath all the way out. And press your feet down, inhale, reach up to stand, mountain pose. Extend, reach. About length, then exhale, bow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Feet stay together, drawing your heart as far forward as you can. Then step your right foot back, feel it for a moment. Then left leg back. We're just going to stay here for the high plank. Realign as you need to. And then down dog. Just get breath and breath out. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. 
Lift halfway, pull your heart forward, abdominals in. And bow forward, breathe all the way out. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, feel your length from back and side. Right? Important to be able to feel when you are elongated. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Right. And then your left leg, step it back, feel the sensation of the long lunge, then step back to the high plank and just adjust as needed, right? Tighten into one line, press back down dog, and breathe in, and breathe out. Those look good. Look forward, Walker Liley Hopper's going to add it into Sunday. Breathe in, and you, you find your, your own variations as you need to, and exhale, Bow forward. Really good. Press your feet down. Inhale, reach up. Extend. Right? Be able to feel the sensation of length. Then exhale. Bow. Take your time right here. Like feel the folding in. Right? Know the two opposites. Right. Then inhale, halfway lift. You're drawing forward with your heart. Now go with the right leg. Step back to a high plank. You're just going to stay here in the high plank. Breathe out. Take up dog on your inhale. Just create it from your high plank. Yep, it can be done. It's nice, actually. And then down dog, breathe all the way out. Good. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Your spine in, take all the round out. Exhale, bow. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up. Right. From feet to fingers, from heels to the back of your head. Good. And bow forward, exhale. Super. Breathe in, lift halfway. Really bring the spine in, heart forward, chest up and forward. And plant your hands, left leg steps back. Feel that. Step back to the high plank. And we're going to stay in the high plank for the exhale. Then upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out. You can certainly stay with that variation if you like. Otherwise, moving on, inhale, reach up. And again, get the sensory experience of elongation of your body. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, chest forward and up. Plant your hands, right leg steps back. Feel the length across your body as you step back to low push-up. Bend the elbows halfway down. Good. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. This is looking great. We have one more to do. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway, make the plank here. Heart forward, spine in. Bend your knees more, lift your chest more if you need to. Right? And then bow forward, breathe out. Really get a sensory experience there of spine in, chest forward. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose, extend your reach, right? accentuate it. And then exhale, fold. Press your feet into the floor, be grounded here as you move. Yes. Breathe in, lift halfway and pull your chest forward, spine. And if you're not sure, come up a little higher. See what happens. It won't hurt. Yeah, good help. Then hands down, left foot back. Feel the length across the thigh. Then step all the way back as you lower, chaturanga. Good. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Take your time with your breath. Then downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Stay here or child's pose, or dolphin pose. You have three breaths where you just like enter your own space. Like anything that was learned that happens in your body. So you don't need to think about it. And we don't even need to mentally understand the construct of it. You might, you might love that. Or you might've just been able to feel it and know it that way. One thing I wanna chime in on, I had this uh, thought that this might be our, our kind of issue with planks because I've seen a lot of us who I know are strong enough to do the plank full out have this little 
kind of fold in it for a long time now. And doing this, right, it was just a matter of stepping back far enough for, I'm not going to name names ever, but it really is. It's that you're strong enough. You can do that playing pretty well. You just got to align yourself and that bigger step, right, is actually like, it's nice when the theory actually works, right? You guys actually worked the theory. I didn't, it didn't work. You worked. Back up to down dog. If you've left it, you know, look forward to the top of your mat and walk or lightly hop there. Breathe in, we'll lift halfway. And then breathe out, bow forward. I'm going to ease up on the technique calling and we're just going to have a really nice, smooth, dynamic flow. Inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. And exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Lance your hands, lead with the right, high to low push Breathe in, upward facing dog. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Right foot forward, back foot turns flat diagonal. Reach up, warrior one. Inhale, the heart center to the mat. Low push up, breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Left foot forward, back foot turns flat, the diagonal. Breathe in, reach up. Hands to heart center, to the mat. Heart forward as you step back, right? That half lift still working there. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Empty here and look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Bow with your exhale, hug in, feel that back body releases. Sit your hips back. We're going again, Ukatasana, right here. Back body works. And then bow. Back body continues to work until chest is on thighs, and then you curl over it. Good. Breathe in, lift halfway. Go with your left leg, step big, then go. Low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. We'll breathe all the way out, down dog. Right foot steps forward, goes for the hand. Help yourself as you need to, back foot flat. The diagonal, pressing the back foot as you lift your heart. Feel the body extend. Hands to heart center, to the mat. Step back, elongate here before you complicate it with Chaturanga. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Deep. Look to your left hand. Step as close to it as you can. Back foot turns flat out to the diagonal. You sit low. From your feet, feel the elongation of your body, just like mountain pose. Hands to heart, to the mat. Step back. You draw long. Low push. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe out. Have breath. In through your nose, out through your nose if you can. And look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Nice. Breathe in, lift halfway. And heart forward, spine in. Bow, exhale. Three warrior salutations, simple as adding on. Sit back, Ukatasana, breathe in. My back body's working to hold you up. Then exhale, fold. As you bow in, feel back body release. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hand. Low push up. If you want to jump, go for it, but jump long. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. We're going to step right foot forward. 
back foot turns flat warrior one you're on two separate tracks so from here top down action arms open chest opens then walk your feet onto that one track set your gaze forward with your inhale reverse with your exhale come up through warrior two just have a moment where you there's a beat upright then hands to the mat low push-up so that doesn't become a big sloppy thing breathe in upward facing dog breathe out downward facing dog then left foot forward tries to get to the hand back foot flat reach up warrior one open then top down warrior two lengthen the stance if you can breathe in reverse and then as you exhale you can take a moment to be upright then hands to the mat so you're just slowing that roll not allowing momentum and gravity to drag you breathe in upward facing dog and breathe out down dog empty here bring knees down for child's pose pause just be let that land so one thing that happens as you move into more complex vinyasa like that is that we no longer or potentially we no longer have that alignment for our plank because the way that our uh, warriors set up right we might uh, does anyone find that like warrior one it's a hard thing to do to step way forward in warrior one yes and most of our warrior ones need to be a little more uh, compact in our lunges that's fine if you can move your warrior twos wider do that's going to set you up for that transition back to plank being more elongated if the warrior two reverse warrior are a little shorter than a lunge stance for you that's normal when you step back to your plank you're just going to need to kind of adjust right and that's totally fine everyone knows i'm obsessed with like the hands and feet placement so i don't have to adjust because i don't like the fuss but that's just my own like neurotype that's weird uh, you are welcome to adjust but do adjust to get that you know, long elongated plank feeling right the, the hip flexor in the back when you step back you want that to feel open right then come up to down dog and breath in breath all the way out we're going to add on to that little flow with this idea of the step back look forward walk or hop top of the mat breathe in lift halfway flat back bless you and bow forward breathe all the way out awesome sit your hips back ukatasana And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, heart forward, chest up. Plant your hands, keep pulling your chest forward and a little up as you descend. Chaturanga. Get long. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look to your right hand, step your right foot straight ahead. Far as it goes, back foot flat. Breathe in, reach up. And from the top down, open into warrior two. Right as we go there, consider a little longer stance. Breathe in, reverse. From here, we're going to side angle. Forearm inside the front leg. Elongate the left arm. Good. Breathe in, reverse up and exhale you're coming back upright again and then side angle arm outside the leg reach long breathe in and up to reverse breathe out through warrior two there's that beat before the hands then come to the mat now back legs elongated step back to an elongated plank high or low Breathe in and breathe all the way out. Left foot forward, back foot flat. Breathe in, warrior one. Okay. Open out, warrior two. Right. 
Breathe in, reverse. Right knee stays pointing straight ahead. Then side angle pose, come up toward two first. Then you have choices to go to side angle without gravity pulling you there. Breathe in, come back up through warrior two, right? And into reverse. So you don't actually have to like have a hard stop there, but there's a moment when we exhale back, warrior two, you feel upright, then choose to lower yourself with elegance and grace. Up to warrior two. And then again, you get to choose the reverse that goes up rather than getting pulled along by gravity going down. Come back up through warrior two and look to the mat, hands down, right? Feel the back leg. Is it elongated? Is it tight? Step the left leg back. Are you elongated before you lower? Breathe in and breathe all the way out. Pause here, down dog or dolphin. Breath in and breath out. So taking the time to feel for elongation right, in your plank pose. So worth it. Okay. Right. And yoga is so counterintuitive to most of us. We're getting to where we're going faster is usually the idea in our life. It's just the antithesis of yoga. Right. Yoga is to be where you are, to do what you're doing as well as you can. And what that means for a plank is that, or any pose, you align it well right, and have it really make sense in your body before you deepen it. In Plank's case, deepening into Chaturanga. Right? It's like how we set up warrior two before we try to deepen it all over the right? And having that moment of clarity right, is mentally worth it. Even if it wasn't physically worth it, which it is, that mental clarity to be able to do what you're doing well, like to have the time to do that, it's a game changer. Look forward to your hands, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Good. Sit your hips low, ukatasana. Breathe in. When you breathe out, we're gonna bring hands to heart center. We're gonna twist left elbow toward right knee. And then open your arms. Have your left arm to the right thigh, breathing here, right. and then that. good. Pull your spine in, heart forward. So this is just a halfway lift that has gone awry, right? That is what this is. It's a halfway lift, you're just turning, right? So get that into the body, the heart's moving forward. And now you're gonna press your right foot down. This is complex, but you're gonna pick up your left foot. You're gonna try to step back to that elongated positioning. Breathe here in your crescent lunge twist. You're steady, you're here, and then feel for the back leg. It's okay if it didn't hit its spot right away, right? Like, it's okay when, when like, a baby's learning to walk, if it just, like, sits down sometimes, right? Like, same thing here. Like, we're learning a new technique. Don't rush yourself. Really know that where you are is well aligned. Breath in, heart forward and up. Then look to your mat, plant your hands. Test the theory. Step back to a high plank. All right. You're breathing here. And then if you want some more elongation, right, give it to yourself. Oh, we're still in high plank, but it's okay. Press back to down dog, right? So yeah, we do have those hurry monsters inside us and those, those like it's good to know that the vinyasa usually go somewhere, right? And uh, so don't, don't worry about it. If you went to Chaturanga, that's fine. I'm just kind of looking at some, some details. So we're gonna slow things down. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway, heart forward, spine in, and bow forward, breathe out. Welcome back to Saturday morning, y'all. Sit back, Ukatasana, chair pose. And then hands to heart center. You're going to twist, taking right elbow or left knee. Right? And then open your arms so that you have some, some freedom of movement, right? When we just have the elbow to the knee, there's, there's not a lot of choices. When you open your arms, you can slide up or, or down as you need to, to focus on your spine. And this idea that we're in halfway lift with the spine, you're pulling your heart forward, you're bringing your spine in. So like somebody had their fingers behind your heart and they're pressing in, like pull that part of your spine in, good, right? And then you pull your chest forward and that's gonna do two things. It's gonna elongate you for the plank, 
and it's going to counterbalance the backward movement, right? So we've got to counterbalance when we're trying to uh, use that kind of kind of step. So uh, yeah, make sure your top arm is aligned with your shoulder, so not behind you. You really want it to go uh, as, as tight as it can in line with the shoulder. Your heart's moving forward, press into your left foot. You're going to step your right leg back, land at pause. And then just kind of get your own reading on, did you step far enough to feel the space across that right hip flexor? Right? If you're not sure, that's okay, right? Like if you didn't bring your protractor, like good, right? Experiment, find out. Right, you just wiggle the foot back a little bit, and if it's too much, so you come back. Right, this is though the only opportunity you have to really learn. Right, is to to be in it, to to feel it. Right, and heart forward. Good, nice. Keep that action of the back leg squeezing, front and back. Heart moving forward. Then you'll plant your hands, step back to a high plank, and pause there. Pause there. Are you aligned as a plank? We're just going to stay with the plank. So this is the one place we're going to like really hold it for a little bit. Right now, working technique of plank, squeeze your thigh muscle to bone, draw your abdominals in. Front ribs, pull them in with your abdominal muscles. So yeah, pull your heart forward. Good. And take a peek at your hands. Are they under or a little in front of your shoulders? Go a little further forward with the hands. And then push them down slightly forward. So that, yeah, there you go. Yes, that. And on your exhale, you're gonna slowly lower to the mat all the way down. Love the floor. Enjoy, breathe. Cool. That was enough on plank. And slide your elbows out underneath your shoulders for sphinx pose. And squeeze your legs, press your feet down, press the hands down, lift the back of your head. Right. Elbows pull a little back, abdominals pull up, spine in. Good. Check in with the back of your neck. For a lot of us, it's a little craned, so you're just going to... Level your gaze or, or take the gaze just, just a tad down from where it is. See if that helps you press the back of your skull up. Breath in and then breath out. We're going to come slowly down. Slide your hands back underneath your elbows. And that'll be your hands at your lowest ribs, thumbs at lowest ribs. Hug the elbows in. Cobra, press your feet down. Hug the elbows in. Abdominals up, heart forward. And again, back of the neck long. So you're going to have to adjust the gaze. It won't be the same as Sphinx. Right. Press your feet down. Pull your heart forward. Add the sensation of, kind of pulling yourself forward with your hands. So as the hands pull back, like you're going to slide forward on the, on the mat. If there's enough sweat, you might. The hands are moving back. That's the action of Cobra with the hands. You could even, a uh, little fingertip action, pull back. Okay, breath in. And then breath out, slowly release down. Okay. Slide the arms back by the sides and go with palms facing the mat. Your thumbs turned out toward the side wall. So yeah, and just get a sense of what's going on in your shoulders when you do that. So I'm gonna say it one more time because this one is just tough to grasp. Palms facing the mat. The palm of your hand will feel the mat. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. If you wanted to go wide, that's totally fine. <laughs> that was, that is fine. Uh, but in, in the pose we're going to do next, locust, it is traditional. The arms be beside. It's not necessary. <laughs> and, and when you're really sweaty, it's kind of nice for it to be out. So I don't want to like limit you. But palms facing down, you're going to keep the arms in this position. You're going to keep the hands down for now. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your upper back muscles, lift everything you can except your hands. Well, and your hips, right? So hands and hips are down. Good. And then with the, uh, so this action, it's all back line of the body, right? It's calves, hamstrings, glutes, right? Can you bring your feet together? You don't have to. And if you get your feet together, could you bring your heels together? That's just to increase back line of the body working, right? See if you can keep the legs straight. That's a thing, but it's not mandatory. Now, arm work to lift the arm. Squeeze triceps to lift. And now because your arms are more free, you have more range of motion to pull your shoulder blades in, Good, good. One finesse point, tips of your shoulders, 
roll them toward the ceiling. And just see if you can get there. Good. Oh, we got lots of finesse points going around. And then exhale, slowly release down. Take your hands underneath your elbows. Press back to down dog. Super. Breath in. You guys all got a 10 from the Italian judge. It's all the style points. Next inhale. Take your right leg up and back behind you. Three-legged dog reach. And then knee to chest. Pull forward. Big step. Low lunge pause. Did you land in a good place for you? Do you need to walk the back foot back? It's okay if you need to walk the back foot back. It's always okay to adjust. We're going to bring back knee down. We're going to walk the right foot over to the right into a wide stance. You might choose to turn to the diagonal in uh, the super pigeon rocking of the hip out toward the side. You don't have to. Right? And you might come down to forearms or have your arms on a block. Another nice thing to do here, if you can get a block to rest your head on, on any side. See if you can get there. And breathe. If you are taking that stance where the leg is rotating to the side, be conscious this whole time that that is coming from your hip, not the ankle. So there is hip opening, and then there is rolling your ankle. And I will guarantee you nobody wants to roll their ankle, correct? Because anyone? No. no. But for those of us that are a little more flexible in our ankles, uh, a little more mobile in our ankles, I should say, it's a way we kind of... Uh, can end up kind of avoiding the hip opener, but more importantly, uh, we don't want to stress those tendons. But it, even if you're here, like if you are like the most type A aggressive and you're like, no, I'm like, I don't care about my ankle. Uh, if you want to do more work, put this in your hip, not the ankle. Uh, just like, just honestly, if you, if you can't adapt to the yoga principle of ahimsa, you have to be like, just hard on yourself. Be hard on yourself uh, somewhere else. Breath in. And breath out. Two more. Steady breath. Flex your foot if it's particularly if it's uh, going out to the the diagonal. Good. And it may mean that your foot's not on the floor. That is correct. Toes back. And then slowly back to center. Just walk up to your hands. Back to down dog. Take your time. Press into your hands. Step back. Breathe. Know you're breathing in and out. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind. Really reach, pull your heart forward, elongate your front body. Bend the knee, take a big step into a low lunge. Check. Did you elongate from your foot? Like to your head, there's lots of space. Make it. Then knee down. We'll walk the foot out. Turn the toes to the diagonal. And here's uh, just just in case you were visual too. Uh, we'll get the foot at the angle. You can stay flat on the foot completely. If you're going to rotate the leg, rotate from your hip. Whatever the foot gives you is cool. Flex the foot to avoid this action. So this is the action you do not want. You do not want to see your ankle bend. You do not want to see your foot sickle. And so uh, for myself, that means that my left foot's going to be off the floor until I get enough of, and this is the key thing to watch, to deepen it. The key thing is that the weight has to go out to the left. So what will happen for those of us with uh, more mobile ankles is we'll turn the foot in and then that will allow us to, to kind of feel like we're more out to the side. Instead, flex the foot, move from your hips out to the side. And, uh, and you may not need to get all the way out there and you may need to adjust, but you're gonna keep yourself out of um, the ankle joint movement 
as just one of those ways of keeping the stability in your body where your body needs it, right? Um, for a lot of us, ankle flexibility ties in directly to our balance. I'm not gonna say that. Every single one of us, ankle flexibility ties in directly to our balance. And those of us that are able to kind of maneuver our ankles around a lot, we have a lot of mobility in the ankle, we're gonna have a harder time with balance and stability, right? The more like we work range of motion in the ankle, uh, those ligaments, those tendons, they're not supposed to be, uh, they're only supposed to be mobile enough to let your ankle do its normal range of motion, right? Your hip, however, has a lot of good musculature. Stay with that, work that, work that as, as much as you want to, right? Again, so that you're working productively with yourself. And, uh, two more breaths here. And then on an inhale, walk up to your hands. Take your time getting back to down dog. Pause. And then one more time with this little bend of your knees for this. Send the hip crease up and back like someone's drawing your thigh bones back. And now pull your heart forward. Lengthen your front body. Feel what happens. Breath in. And breath out. Super, come down to your knees. Turn to the side of your mat that you like for straddle. And here we'll turn to the left. You at home, you got choices. You got choices. We're going to lift up and bow forward. Just Flex your feet, pull your toes back towards your shins. It keeps a nice frame on the legs for uh, purposes of, of working. And then bring your hands to your center line. So probably, yeah, you could take them to the floor, right? To the center line of the pose. Go ahead and uh, just put them there. So probably the, the most common thing we, we try to do is put the arms out to the sides towards the feet. Anyone do that? They try to stretch the arms out wide. That's, that's a normal human uh, attempt to, to take some of the load off this pose. The uh, problem is that it ends up putting a lot of weight in the joint of the shoulder or the wrist and not concentrating it on this fold. So do you have to go deep in the fold? No. Do you want to be centered in your action? Yes. Which may mean as you bring your hands to center line, you want to bring blocks underneath or blankets underneath. Totally cool. Right. Just resist that urge to reach out and tent yourself up on your arms. I mean, these are just, these are, these are small things that add up to kind of the bigger construct. Right? Um, these, these postures, these asanas have clear delineations. And we, we adhere to as many of them as is appropriate for the majority of bodies, right? And you breathe, you stay within that kind of disciplined posture, right? The more you can give every piece of your body something to do, right? The more you can feel what's going on right, in those terms of like deep awareness, right? So from your feet that are flexed to your hands that are placed, right? You've got like a, a rubric, you've got a scaffold that you can hang your attention on, right? You've got, you can kind of stop the external concern about what's happening here and move into the, the inner universe of feeling. One more breath.
come up to seated. Take a moment upright seated to feel what just happened and to know it. Right, so there's so many ways we could avoid it by moving around physically or mentally. They're not wrong. They're not bad. They just don't allow us that kind of mindfulness, the meditation that could be if we still, right? At certain points, we want to ask ourselves, why? Why this extra? Why not simple? Essential. Slowly let your weight drop back behind your sitting bones to allow you to bring your knees in easily. You're going to transition yourself down onto your back, hugging your knees in. Right knee in, left leg out. We'll twist, bring leg across. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Yeah. And inhale, undo it, and come on back to center line, taking your time to realign yourself. Right. So just really essential action of hips, rib cage, head, one line down the center of your mouth. Left knee is going to come in, then you bring it across to twist. And you breathe. Really nice. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Yeah. Back to center. And as you do, going to realign again, bring knees to chest and just feel that your head, your rib cage, back of your hips, that center line of your body, the most gracious channel, the shishunna, is at center and at rest. Right. Breath in here, right, so sacrum level, rib cage level, head level. Then you're going to let the arms and legs just melt out to the side. So just let them find their own way out like water seeks its own level. The body takes on the quality of Shavasana, the alignment of Shavasana. Have a moment there. When if everything is all right, everything is all right. If you need to adjust or you need something else to be at ease, for sure, do that thing. Everything is all right. Everything is all right. And you're going to allow yourself to feel that, to deeply know it. A few quiet moments. As you're ready to come back, a light movement at your fingers and toes, just knowing that they're there. And let that pause, feel the echoes. And gently roll to your right side with just as little extra as you can. So. Same idea coming to seated. Place your left hand to the mat, press it down. Left hand to the floor, press it down. You slide yourself up to seated just as effortlessly as possible. Make as few arrangements as you can to just be here. And then adjust. Could become less busy, 
more engaged. We bring our hands together at heart center. Let your heart lift to your hands. Let that feeling of elongation happen in your body. And the hands rise to your forehead center and a joining of the body, the heart, the mind. All our attention placed in this moment and offered to each other as we offer one another namaste. Super stuff. Well done. I'm so glad you were here. So, so good. Thank you for making my Saturday morning. Thank you for making my Saturday morning out there. So good. Well done. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.